Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's been a uh, it's been a pretty quiet day. Not a whole lot going on. I just got out of work and I'm on my way home. And there hasn't been really a lot to talk about. I haven't had too many sales. I actually haven't had any sales now that I think about it. Um, I sold out of a lot of products that I've been doing really well with, and haven't really been able to source a ton of fast moving ones right now so that's been something that hopefully I'll be able to pick up and kind of find some stuff around me that I can get listed and get a few more sales here but it's been really good this has been easily my most profitable month ever I I've made a lot more in this month than I think I've ever made in in months combined I mean it's been it's been really crazy and I've been able to do really well with it so just really happy to be able to do that, really happy to get a little bit more capital to actually invest in the business and starting to think a little bit more about buying some business supplies and things like that, things like a thermal printer, um, hopefully a new phone, things like that to kind of help me uh, level up the reselling business and make a little bit more money by saving myself some time. So just a couple things that I've been thinking about uh, recently, but um, I've been thinking a lot about one of the things that I still struggle with when trying to um, source for different products whenever I'm trying to look for different things and it's something that I think a lot of people kind of learn to um, deal with a bit better as they get going with reselling or any sort of a business um, in general but the thing I kind of been thinking about a lot is slowing down whenever you are actually looking for something or whatever you're about to buy. I think that's kind of one of the biggest things that I kind of want to think about and, and talk about today is slowing down your buying when you are in the midst of making a purchase. And so there's often times whenever you are, uh, whenever I'm purchasing something and it's a pair of sneakers or something. And those sorts of things are usually well researched. They're usually well thought out. And so you only have a limited amount of time to purchase those sneakers. That is not what I want to talk about. Those you need to purchase immediately. You have maybe, you know, one to 10 seconds to make a purchase. That is not what I'm talking about. If you are in a store and you see something that you think is worth money, it is very important that you have it well researched and well thought out, especially if you are a new reseller. Now, if you've been reselling for a while, Usually what happens is you gain uh, an understanding and a knowledge of different products, different brands, what sells, what different clothing types sell from this brand, what different electronics sell from this brand, uh, what different, you know, all sorts of different things that sell well. You kind of start to gain a sense for that and you, you start to gain a little bit of a, an understanding of specific niches like maybe you sell board games really well so you know everything about board games. You've played a lot of board games. It's something you're passionate about. Um, you can source those and look for those and do really well with those. And you start to understand, hey, I know that last time I checked on Monopoly Kids Edition, it was worth $3. There's three of them here. I'm not going to pick any of them up. I don't need to research it. But a lot of times what you find is you'll go out to the store and whether you've watched videos on YouTube, whether you have um, just done your own research on eBay or Mercari or somewhere like that, uh, what you'll find is you'll find items that are the items you've been looking for, right? Let's say you find a, a really nice vintage Nike hoodie. 
and some vintage Nike stuff does really well. So you find it and you're super pumped about it and you think that it's going to sell for a lot of money and it, you look up the comps on eBay and they're good, right? Let's say it's it's flipping for about 60 bucks, and you don't take the time to actually look it over and look at the actual product. So what happens is you'll take it up, you'll buy it and then you get to the car and you put it in a car and take it home and then when you're taking pictures of it you realize that there was a stain that you missed or a large tear in the armpit or something that you completely didn't see and that's super common whenever you're first starting out and it's just because a lot of times people are so excited to make that first find or so excited in the beginning to find something that they don't take the time to actually put in the extra effort and look over the product, look it over very well, make sure there's no stains, make sure there's no holes, make sure everything about the product is there because the ones on eBay that are selling usually aren't damaged. They're usually the, the pristine uh, products that have survived over time or they're new in package and maybe your package has a huge uh, gash in the packaging or something like that. You know, There's all sorts of different things that could take the value of your product down and it's important to make sure that there aren't any of those signs of um, of a something that would lower the value of your product so uh, you know whether you're at a thrift store or at a retail store it's important to look at these things and so kind of a couple examples if you're if you're looking for stuff for Amazon to sell Amazon usually only does new products now if you're selling used electronics and things like that you can get away with it because Amazon allows those things to sell but if you're selling a new toy or something that's new in package oftentimes you have to sell you have to send them pristine items that ha don't have any damaged corners don't have rips in the box don't have anything and it's crazy but if you go in a store and you look at the different items that are new oftentimes you'll see you'll start to notice a little bit more how many of them are actually damaged and how many of them actually look like they just came out of the factory. So that's just something to keep in mind. You know, you want to look and make sure that your items are good. You want to make sure that your items look like they haven't been completely destroyed by the user or completely destroyed in the uh, unloading from the truck or wherever you're buying your stuff. You know, if you're at a thrift store and you're buying a you know, I bought a I bought a clock, and so it was this really cool clock that had it used ball bearings to tell time. And I don't really understand how it worked, but every hour or every I think every half hour it dropped a ball bearing down like this set of slides, and it kind of told you what I think every 15 minutes maybe it told you when the next 15 minutes was and all this kind of stuff. It was really cool, but in order for that product to be worth what it was worth. I'd check and make sure that all the ball bearings were there. And if you're missing some of the ball bearings, it's it's super easy to count wrong or not pay attention to that and, and look and say, hey, this clock that's six bucks at Goodwill is selling on eBay for 300 bucks. How on earth is that, is that, you know, how on earth would I pick this up? And even if it is missing those ball bearings, that's not to say that you shouldn't pick it up. But if you want to take it to a level where it's worth, you know, let's say it's worth 30 bucks and it costs eight bucks and you're starting out and you want to make that that quick 15 bucks. Um, if it's missing something like that ball bearing, let's say it's missing two of those ball bearings, now it may not be worth whatever you thought it was gonna sell for. It may not be worth 30 bucks, it may only be worth 20. And if you buy an item for eight bucks, you sell it for 20 bucks and you pay for shipping or something like that, you may only net like five bucks on it, it's really not worth your time sometimes. So 
it's important to keep in mind that there could always be something wrong with the product. You need to take your time, slow things down, and actually look over the item very thoroughly. If you're in a thrift store, set the clothing down, inspect it. It may look a little bit odd, but at the same time, you'd rather look a bit odd in the store than get home and feel like an idiot because you completely missed a, a huge gash in the side of the pants that you picked up or, or anything like that, you know? There's a lot of good products that are at the thrift store, and sometimes they end up there because they were really nice clothes, but the user or the wearer of those, the old owners, damaged them in some way and just donated them because they couldn't wear them anymore. They didn't want to wear them anymore. So that's something to keep in mind. I think that you need to make sure you're being thorough when you're going through things like that. The other thing is making sure you're thorough in your research. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a garage sale or a thrift store or a retail store, looked up a pair of shoes, looked up a pair of, um, looked up some board game and bought it, uh, maybe even paid up a little bit, and then got home and realized that it wasn't what I thought it was. And that's because maybe the shoes were a slightly different color and I didn't realize it, or maybe the board game was a limited edition that I was looking at on eBay, and the one I had was just a regular edition, but they both looked similar. So it's important to kind of note these things and actually pay attention to what you're looking up. You may look up comps, and it may you may search your item, and it shows up you know, 100 comps for what it is sold for, but Oftentimes, it may look similar, but it may not be the exact same item, and it's important to kind of keep that in mind. Um, oftentimes, different colors of shoes won't sell the same because one color looks a lot better than the other color, and it's more popular. So the color that's higher in demand usually sells for a higher price. So that's something to keep in mind. You know, you don't want to just base uh, the comparisons you're doing, at least when you're starting out. You don't want to base the comparisons you're doing for what items have sold for just off of any old item. You want to actually take your time, look up the item, make sure that it is what you, make sure it's what you are thinking it is, and make sure that you kind of have the item, uh, make sure you understand that you're looking up the right comps for it. So there's been a, a whole lot of times where I've taken different items home, um, and then in, in the uh, listing process realized that the item I had, the, the camera that I had, maybe I was off one letter when I searched it, or maybe maybe they, the DX001, which I had, and maybe I looked up the DX010, and it showed up as being worth $100, and mine's only worth 20 And so, if you, you know, it's just one of those things where that's a huge letdown, and it's just, it's one of those things I may not have bought that camera and spent 10 bucks on it if I knew it was only worth 20 So... That is something to keep in mind. You want to make sure that you're being thorough with everything in your business, but especially in the actual purchasing of products. If you're not purchasing good products, eventually you'll start to lose money, you'll run out of money, and then you can't really operate anymore or you need to kind of restart your business. And so that is something you need to be careful with, especially even if you get more money, you want to still make sure you're making good purchases. And even if you have more money, you can make those higher risk purchases if you want to, but it's good to offset those a little bit with items you know are just gonna sell. And you know, you can buy an item that doesn't have many comps and you feel will do well, but you don't wanna only invest in those items. You'll, you run the risk of running out of money. And that is not something that it would be ideal for any business. So just kind of keeping that in mind, um, that would be something that I think could be super helpful to you. Just remembering to slow things down. 
Um, the other thing that is important with slowing things down is slowing things down when you're going through the store. I can't tell you how many times I walk into a store, I am super pumped to be able to go look and find a bunch of good items to sell. And then I rush through the store, I don't see anything, and I miss out on maybe a an expensive Starbucks mug that you know I could sell for 50 bucks, or I miss out on a North Face jacket that was sitting there that I just kind of flipped past because I wasn't paying attention. And so each time when I kind of walk through a store really quickly, I try to actually take a moment and walk through slowly as if I was looking for things to buy, not looking for specific items. And oftentimes what you'll see is if you walk slower, you'll pick up on more items that you can flip or at least pick up on more items that you can look up and see what the value is. And so that's what I'll do. And it's it's incredible that, so if I go to a Ross, I'll run through each shoe, shoe section really, really quickly. I mean, I'll go through the men's shoes in about a minute. I'll go through the kids' shoes in about a minute. I'll go through the women's shoes in about a minute. And then I'll spend probably the next 10 minutes to 15 minutes looking only in the men's shoe section. And I will walk back and forth probably about 10 to 20 times up and down the shoe section because there's just it's so easy to miss a pair of shoes. So I will run my eyes over the top row of all the shelving and then go to the next row of all the shelving and then the next row and the next row and so on. And that is because it's so easy to miss out on a pair of shoes. You're really, when you go, you're thinking you're going to find a pair of flashy shoes, something that's really exciting, something that uh, would catch your eye. But, you know, if you go there and you find a pair of, uh, there's a pair of shoes that are uh, like a triple black colorway. So they're all black, both the sole, the, the, the entire uh, uppers and everything. It's easy to pass those up because they blend in with all the other shoes. They're especially if they're tucked back in the uh, the shelving unit, you know, you can't really see them that well. They're not that flashy because they're just all one color. You kind of pass them over. And there's so many times that I would have missed out on several pairs of shoes just because they were all one color and I wasn't paying attention. They weren't a flashy color. They were a dark blue or they were black or they were gray. And it wasn't something that was, I it wasn't an eye-popping color. It was just something that I kind of expected to see. So I really didn't pay too much attention to it. So taking the time, to walk through, taking the time to look through each article of clothing if you have the time for it, looking through each shoe on the shoe rack, looking through each coffee mug, at least when you're starting out, it helps you gain more of a sense of what you can and cannot flip by looking up the comps, and it helps you eliminate um, the, the opportunity that you miss an item because you... you um, you know, you went too fast and just passed it over. So I think that that's kind of something that's been impressed upon me a lot. There's a lot of people that go to thrift stores, a lot of people that are resellers, and it's just so easy to run past and not notice a product or, or run past and not pay attention and, and miss something. So for you starting out or, or even people that have been doing it for a while, it's really, really key to kind of take some time take a second, take a breath, and actually go back through a rack or go take one last loop around the store. Kind of just give yourself an extra opportunity to take things slow for a moment, kind of think a little bit more clearly, and kind of not have to uh, kind of combat the adrenaline rush of finding something that you think you can sell for a lot of money. Because it's, it's really fun. I enjoy finding items that I can sell for significantly more money than I paid for them. But at the same time, if I go buy, you know, three items that 
look like they're a good deal and they're on sale and I take them home and realize that the box is all damaged and I can't sell it as new anymore because it looks like it was trashed in the back but I can only see the front of the box you know that's going to be a huge letdown for me so I think that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today I think I'm going to leave you with that um just kind of take things easy I think now is the best time to get some research in it'll cut down a lot on the actual having to take it slow thing that I just talked about. The more research you know, the more you understand about the market of different items, the less you have to spend going through each individual item and really, really going slow. The more you can research it, the more you have a better understanding. You can move a little bit quicker and it doesn't take you as much time. You won't miss out on as many items. So right now is the perfect time to do that. Take some time, just maybe 10 minutes a day, just look at a bunch of different items on eBay, something that you have around the house that you're wondering, just anything like that. And hopefully you can get a better sense of items that you can sell for a little bit of profit. Um, but I'm gonna go. I kind of think that's what I wanted to talk about today. And I think that that's a good amount to kind of leave you with, but stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy some time at home with the family. Um, with that, I'm gonna let you guys go. Have a good one. Peace.